Life is full of challenges with an unpredictable economy and just the surprising life changes. You need to be prepared to weather any storm. Elder law and estate planning attorney Kevin Tharp and financial advisor Gary Anderson are available to help you with life's difficult decisions. This is Truth in Planning. Why your retirement may be at risk. I'm Gary Anderson, financial advisor, Anderson Advisors. And I'm Kevin Tharp, elder law and estate planning attorney. Kevin, we get a lot of questions naturally because we help people with retirement. We help people plan, financially plan their retirement. And what we like to always do is, and I push this a good bit on this show, we like to set up a retirement financial plan for people and not just accounts. We Certainly, we can always set up a Fidelity account or we can set up accounts with various um uh, companies, insurance companies, and things like that. But these aren't plans. These should be a part of your overall plan, but they're not really your plan. The plan should incorporate all of your investments wherever you have them to make sure they're addressing certain stages of your retirement. And not only do they need to address the first five years of your retirement, let's say, but they certainly need to be equipped to address the last five years of your retirement. Well, what's the last five years of retirement? Well, that's the whole issue. We don't know what those last five or when those last five years will be. So we have to plan to make sure that your your money is going to be taking care of you way down the line somewhere. Really, we plan years beyond your retirement just to make sure we're covering the years that you're going to be using these funds because we don't know how long we're going to live. We like to to plan and put together a plan that really covers you until age 100, let's say, or beyond, just to make sure we're covering those things because as you go through retirement, your needs change. In the early years, you're just, uh, you want to do things. All these years you've been working and you wanted to, you've seen pictures, you've seen television shows, things like that of places you can go and travel or play golf or whatever it is. Now's your time to do it. And that happens really in the first five to 10 years of your retirement. That's when you're more active. Then things change. Your needs change. It eventually evolves into more healthcare issues. You're having to go to doctors more. You're having more more health issues than potentially you did at one time. So that continues on. So our needs change. Therefore, the plan has to be in place to address all of those needs. And not only that, but it also has to address the needs of both spouses. If you're married, both spouses. Because the likelihood of at least one spouse living to be 90 plus years old is very great these days. So we want to cover all those bases. So it's just not as easy as, let's say you had a 401k all these years and you accumulated a nice sum of money in there and you're saying, well, that's my plan. That's how I'm going to have my have a, a, a good financial retirement. I have my 401k. Well, Yes, you do have that 401k, but the 401k is an account. It was your employer's retirement plan, but it's your account. And that account needs to be a part of an overall financial retirement plan. That's just one element of your overall plan. Things like your Social Security are also a part of that plan. A lot of different sources of income. 
we want to make sure we put together these these plans to involve most likely different sources of income during your retirement years. Things change, the sources change. So it comes down to that. So this is something that an overall plan is very important. Today we're going to talk some about some of the risks that you can possibly have during a retirement years. Very, very real and a lot of imminent risk when it comes down to it because we know things are going to happen that are going to affect our overall plan over the years, and we have to be ready for it. We're talking about, or we're answering the question today on truth and planning, is my retirement plan at risk? And I would imagine, Gary, that probably one risk is just not updating it to adapt to your situation as it changes. It's not It's not like in estate planning, people do the same thing. They get a document and they think, oh, that's all I have to do. Let's stick it in the safety deposit box. I've got my account now set up. I'm good for retirement. And they think they have a plan and they forget about you it. You set it in motion and just let it go, Kevin. And that happens a lot with people. And yes, we do want something you can set in motion, but we also have to make sure that this plan that you put together that you've set in motion can address, like I was saying before, different circumstances, different things that can happen during your life. So it turns into more of a roadmap. Okay, if this happens, we go this direction. If this happens, we go this direction. Over the years, you may have several different direction changes, but the plan itself is addressing these things in advance. So you know, okay, can't go this way anymore because now I've got some sort of physical ailment or my spouse has something going on that I need to be more uh, a lot closer to home and so we're not going to maybe travel as much we're not going to play as much golf or whatever it is well the plan has to address what those needs are at any point in time when we look at the risks that are out there of course one risk is market volatility naturally if you're invested in the stock market, which probably most of the listeners here are because you have a 401k or an IRA at this point that you're invested in the market, market volatility is a real issue for a lot of people because Murphy's Law says just about the time you're going to need this money the most, uh, the market's going to be in a down cycle. We witnessed this back in 2008, 2009 with the credit crunch the housing crisis that we had then and what happened happened to markets then and actually took 10 years for the markets to get really all the way back to where they had been prior to 2008 2009 most likely your investments saw that same thing you had you got a statement and let's say november of 2008 and you saw a dramatic decrease in the amount of your overall account because of what happened in the markets. We had a market crash, and that was the beginning of what we now call the Great Recession because it went through March of 2009. That affected a lot of people's retirement. Let's, you know, of course, somebody, I'm sure, uh, retired just about the time all this stuff started hitting. They thought they had X amount of dollars. Let's say a person thought they had a 401k with $3 million in it, only to realize a week after they retired, that, that that account could be worth 25% less than that. So then you have to start adjusting things then. Again, going back to a plan, an overall plan addresses, when we put together a plan, it addresses things that can happen in the markets that way. 
the source of your investments, where the, the, the type of investments you have. Some are more sensitive to that, to a, a market decline or a market crash than others. So we have to be ready to address that too. So stock market volatility is very real. The last big occurrence we had was, Kevin, almost four years ago when the coronavirus epidemic hit and we had a, a, a global pandemic and we saw markets decline very, very quickly in March of 2000 and, um, 2020. And uh, that continued on for several months, but it scared the daylights out of a lot of people because you had a lot of people that had retired, you know, just a few weeks or months right before that. And all of a sudden they saw the value of their and their retirement accounts go down pretty considerably. Again, it goes back to a plan. We have to plan for that type of thing. Another thing is something called sequence of returns events. Events, And that's something or a risk. That's something that a lot of people, you know, that's a big word for a lot of financial advisors, but it's something that really tells you that typically the first part of your retirement can be affected dramatically by these very things that happen. All of a sudden you're retiring and all of a sudden something bad happens with the economy and this is affecting the, the amount of money that you have in these accounts and that continues on, you're having to recover from that for basically the rest of your retirement years if you don't have a good plan put together to address those things. Gary, I know this can have a huge impact regardless of whether you got millions of dollars in your retirement accounts or you got a smaller amount. In fact, sometimes the smaller amount, the bigger the impact. Right. So how can our listeners start talking with you about preparing for these risks? Kevin, they can reach us at Anderson Advisors. Our number is 888-371-2847. In the next segment, we're going to talk about checking the title. Check the title. I'm Kevin Tharp, Elder Law and Estate Planning Attorney. And I'm Gary Anderson, Financial Advisor, Anderson Advisors. Gary, I always remember uh, as a kid growing up when we get ready to go on a trip to, you know, for vacation or Thanksgiving going to Grandma's house or, or whatever. We were going somewhere, uh, especially on a long trip. Uh, Dad would always go and take the car uh, to his mechanic to get everything checked out. And before he drive out of the driveway he'd put the hood up and he'd check the oil and he'd check get his little tire gauge out and he'd check the tire pressure he would check things why because that's important if you check things then you know maybe there's a less chance that something is going to happen or you're going to have an idea okay i need to go get some oil in this thing because mm-hmm. the otherwise the engine's going to shut down right in the middle of the interstate in florida you know <laughs> In 100-degree weather. Of course. Uh, And there have been occasions, I do have memories, where I was extremely disappointed. We were going to go to Florida, uh, to Disney World, and we weren't able to go because when Dad checked the oil, there were some problems, and there was a leak. And looked down on the driveway, and lo and behold, it was leaking oil and transmission fluid. Ned said, we're not going. Right before vacation. Right before vacation. We're not going. And I was extremely disappointed uh, that we didn't. Now our cars have computers that remind us to check the oil and things like that. But in estate planning, we don't often get those reminders, especially uh, when we use a will. Because with a lot of people in estate planning, they'll spend time, spend the money, get a will, 
And usually it's right before they go on vacation. You know, they're getting ready to go on vacation and, you know, especially overseas or, you know, I'm going on a mission trip to Israel. So we need to make sure that our wills are updated. So they'll call around and we get calls like that on a regular basis, shopping around for how much for a will. We need that right before we go on vacation. Um, And so they get a document. They check the box. I'm done. Put that in a safety deposit box or a safe place in their house, and they forget about it and think they've got everything taken care of. Then something happens, and they start, you know, the, something happens to mom or dad, and the kids start scrambling around, try to find that will. Well, they got everything in order. I hear this all the time when children call to, for me to help as an elder law attorney, and they'll start saying, now, we, we got everything in order. They got their will updated just recently before dad's mind started declining. Uh, and so people think they got everything because they checked the document. They mm-hmm. can check that box. But just like the engine in the car, if you don't check that engine, if you don't check the various components, like check to see if you, you, you got gas, check to see if you got oil, check to see if the transmission is working, the timing belt and all those other things, it's not going to work. Your car's not going to work. Your plan is not going to work because your estate plan is not complete unless you check the title. Amy, maybe there are listeners who were referred to me off of the show or from other sources, and they bring in their estate planning document. They bring in their will, and they ask me to look it over to check the will, check the document, so see if everything's all right. And before I even look at the document, Gary, here's what I ask them. Here's what I ask every client. Do you own any assets? Well, yeah. Do you own a home? Yeah. How is it titled? Most married couples will answer, well, it's joint or it's joint with right of survivorship. Okay, well, you're not going to need the will. And they kind of start looking at me with a puzzled look. And then I ask them, do you have a retirement account? Yeah, we got an IRA and, uh, you know, I have a 401k at my work. Have you named a beneficiary? Well, yeah, I've named my spouse. And then I've named my kids as the backup. Okay, You're not going to need the will for that. And they start even get becoming more puzzled. And, and one of them even say, I'm confused. The will says that everything goes to my spouse when I die. But you're telling me something different. Like, check the title. If you own an asset, check the title. And the first thing you need to check is to check and see if the title of that asset is coordinated with your will. And here's what I can, I know the answer to this question. They can't be. So if you check title, you're going to find out that title of your assets and your will are not coordinated together. Guess what's going to control what happens to your assets when you die? The title. title. Okay. So check the title. Get a document. That's perfectly fine. That's one of the reasons why we recommend a legal document called a living trust. Because a living trust takes effect while you're living as opposed to a will that doesn't take effect until you die. And because that trust takes effect while you're living, you can title assets in coordination with that will or with that trust. 
You're listening to Truth and Planning. I'm Gary Anderson, financial advisor, Anderson Advisors, and my co-host Kevin Tharp, estate planning and elder law attorney, is telling us today to check the title. And Kevin, I think that alone should get people interested because you probably need to go back and check the title of everything you have because a lot of times you don't even know how you have things titled. Exactly. And when you check that title, you're going to find out that it's not coordinated with your will. But if you're one of my clients and you have a trust and you check the title, say, to your home, you're going to find out that it's titled in the name of your trust. When you check the beneficiary on your retirement account, you're going to find out if you're one of my clients that your beneficiary is your trust, which beneficiary designation, by the way, Gary, is a form of titling now in today's financial industry, just about every financial market on the product, uh, product on the market, every bank product on the market allows you to name a beneficiary. They may have a different name for it. Some places may call it beneficiary designation. Some places may call it transfer on death, TOD. Mm-hmm. Some places call it payable on death. Credit unions, you can, on ba- credit union accounts, on bank accounts, on uh, brokerage accounts, on retirement accounts, on life insurance policies, on annuities, All of those are types of assets that allow you to name a beneficiary, and beneficiary designation, Gary, is now a huge form of titling, and yet 99% of the time, when people start estate planning or even update their estate planning, and they have a conversation with a lawyer, nobody checks title. Nobody talks about title. It's not even brought up. And so people have this false sense of security that they have a plan. They have a complete plan because they have a document. Maybe you just updated it prior to some uh, an anticipation of some major event like going on vacation or you're getting ready to have surgery and you want to make sure everything's updated. So you go and you update your documents and you never check title. And when something happens, when those two, document and title, are not coordinated together, title will dictate what happens to the asset, not your document. And sometimes that, what that means is that makes that document unnecessary. Sometimes that totally negates the document altogether. If I have a will that says I leave everything to my favorite financial advisor, I'll let you fill in the blank on Gary Anderson, that would be, yeah. Yeah, Well, okay, go ahead. I I had to to get that in there for you. That's the route you want to go. You go ahead. (laughs) It is part of your show. So uh, That was an endorsement, wasn't it? So if I put you as beneficiary of my will... But I have Missy and Callie as the beneficiary of my retirement account, life insurance policy, and I have a joint bank account with Missy, and um, I have a uh, uh, life insurance policy where I've named Callie as the beneficiary, and I die. Who's getting all of my assets? The person I named in my document, my will, the thing I paid thousands or hundreds of dollars to an attorney for? Or is it going to go to my wife and daughter? And it's going to my wife and daughter. Why? Because I I didn't check the title to make sure those two things were coordinated together. Check the title. Kevin, how can people get in touch with you to have a discussion about this to make sure things are titled right? Gary, my website, kevintharp.com. 
Coming up next on Truth and Planning, inflation, what it will do to your retirement. Is the worst over? I'm Gary Anderson, financial advisor, Anderson Advisors. And I'm Kevin Tharp, elder law and estate planning attorney. Kevin, today we're talking about some of the things that can affect your retirement all through your retirement year. And I'm talking about the financial parts of your retirement. Because really, when it comes down to it, money is a huge, huge part of your overall retirement. We help people plan for retirement all the time and plan financially to make sure, like I was saying in the earlier segment, that your money is there now and it will be there 10, 20, 30, 35 years from now during your retirement years. And it's important to have the plan in place. Well, one of the things that really can affect and does affect our retirement is inflation. Now, over the past few months, we haven't heard quite as much about inflation because it's, I can't say it's gotten under control, but it is a lot less than it was maybe a year ago. But I think a lot of people were impacted to the extent by the inflation they experienced at the time because everything cost a lot more money and, and does now versus a year or two ago. So everybody's gotten more conscious of inflation. You kind of want to forget it. So when you don't hear it as much on the news, you do forget about it. But when it comes to a retirement plan, we have to have this built into your retirement plan. We have to be able to calculate what inflation can do to that dollar that you're making in Social Security now 15 or 20 years from now. Now, yeah, you're going to get an increase in Social Security cost of living adjustment from time to time. That's based on inflation. But the index they use sometimes affects more people positively than others. But inflation in and of itself can always come back. We're not out of those woods. We have an issue with all these dollars that have been printed over the past five or six years starting with the pandemic when we had to have all this extra money out there to help people through the pandemic. But you have all these dollars and had all these dollars floating around. The Fed's tried to pull it back by raising interest rates over time, and we've experienced what that's done to us. For savers, it's been a wonderful thing, but not necessarily for people borrowing money. But inflation is very real, and we always have to know that it's there, it is there every year to some degree or another, but then we have these periods of time where it really does spike as well, and we have to be ready for it because when we're retired, we really can't go back to work because we have a 15% inflation rate or 10% or whatever it could be. We can't go back to work because our working days are over, so we can't make that up in that area, so we have to make it up through the plan that we have. That's why you put together a plan is to address that when it does happen. And this is what we do. This is part of the overall plan. And this is a major risk to your the health of your financial retirement. So this is something we always want to be very, very conscious of. And we can put it in the back of our minds. But as long as we have it in the roadmap, this plan that we put together, 
you can have it in the back of your mind because we're already addressing that in advance to say, okay, what if there is a 10% inflation rate that goes on for two or three years? Let's plug that into the plan and see how that affects your overall retirement. This is important because you need to know this in advance. You need to know, okay, I'm good. We already put that into the formula. The plan itself is going to be fine. And we knew this inflation could happen. It's happening now. And we can adjust to make sure that we're still able to do the things that we want to do during retirement. Gary, I know many of these things you can't exactly predict. It's kind of like forecasting the weather. You can't say, oh, well, it's going to rain on this next Tuesday. Be prepared for it. But you know, looking at historically things in the economy, inflation has been, is, and always will be with us. It's like taxes. It's always a part of it, always will be there. It may be a higher tax rate for a period of time, or it might be a lower tax rate for a period of time. But taxes and inflation are one of those things that will always be a part of it. And the fact that you can plan and say, okay, if we have 12% inflation, this is what it's going to, what impacts it's going to have on your plan. Or if we have 1% inflation rate, this is what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. And that's, and when, when you put together a plan, you're looking at the extremes. You're looking at a 1% inflation rate, which doesn't happen very often. You're looking at a 10% rate of inflation for X amount of time. And you want to see how that can affect what you want to do during your retirement. And that's why we do, that's why we put together these plans to make sure that you're not going to get caught short when you have these things you need to do or want to do, but you can't do it because inflation has now made things cost too much. So inflation is a very, very significant force when it comes to your retirement. You get your cost of living increases. If you're a, if you're a pension, if someone who's on public pension in the state of Georgia, especially teachers and state employees, you get some nice cost of living adjustments every year. That helps. That's all built into your plan too. And when I talk about a plan, Kevin, I'm not talking about something that's just crazy complicated. We're not going to do that to anybody because the worst thing you can have is a plan that is so complicated that you lose total interest in it and you never use it. You never refer to it anymore. It's got to be something that you can look at, you can interpret and know from one day to the next, potentially how it's affecting your retirement. But that's why you have an advisor. That's why you should have an advisor to review these things from time to time to make sure you're still on track because things can change in your life. It's nice to be able to tell your advisor what's going on with your life, family, health, whatever it is. And this is what we like to do. We like to have these conversations. Communication is very important when it comes to the overall plan. And we have to talk about inflation. Even though we don't want to, we experienced a very severe run of inflation not too long ago. And don't think you're out of the woods because that's not the case. We have no idea. We know that all the things that have that drove that before, that drove inflation before and made it go so high, those things are still out there. They're just not having the impact they did, did at one time now, but they certainly can and will come back if you're on this earth long enough. And so let's have a retirement plan that's 20, 25, 30 years or more you're going to experience those periods of that type of inflation. So 
let's just make sure we understand all these things in advance. Then you're not so concerned about it. You're not so concerned about, Gary, what if we have 9% inflation again? We want to have that conversation, but then we can say, yeah, and you built that into your plan now. You know we can go back and look on the screen and see how it is going to impact you as far as the things that you want to do or need to do during the retirement years. And so let's just make sure that we aren't just kind of whistling past the, I hate to say cemetery on this, but whistling past the inflation um, uh, phenomenon because it's going to happen again. And so let's make sure that you're absolutely prepared for that. And this is what we do. Without it's, having an overly burdened or overly complicated or thick, right. you know, thick manual of you got to do all of these steps. And, and it involves 26 steps to even get started. I've seen retirement plans that financial plans that are 70 pages, Kevin, 70 pages. How many people do you think are going to sit there and, and just browse at that retirement plan? And you're not. You won't do it and you won't follow it. A complicated roadmap is a terrible thing to have to follow. Yep. You're going to end up sending it back. When I recently ordered a one-size-fits-all TV remote, it came in two boxes. The one box was the remote, and then there was a bigger box about the size of a cigar box, and I'm thinking, what is this box? And I opened it up, and it was the owner's manual. And as soon as I opened it up and looked how thick the owner's manual was, I said, I'm not going to use this. You closed it up, and you sent it it back. back. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. But, Kevin, people can reach us. If you want to talk about this, just have a conversation about it. we love to do this with you. You can call us on Anderson Advisors, 888-371-2847. In the upcoming segment, we're going to talk about checking the types of assets that you have. Checking the type of asset you own. I'm Kevin Tharp, Elder Law and Estate Planning Attorney. And I'm Gary Anderson, Financial Advisor, Anderson Advisors. Gary, before we get into checking the type of asset you own as a way to know you have asset protection, especially if you go into a nursing home, I want to take a minute and let's do, uh, well, it's a shameless plug on our podcast. This radio show you're listening to right now in about a week will appear on a podcast. Uh, It's called Truth and Planning. Wow, we took us a lot of time to come up with that name of the podcast, right? But it's the Truth and Planning podcast. And you can listen to past radio shows uh, on that podcast. And a lot of times people say, well, where can I find this podcast? Well, on any place you would go to to use a podcast or listen to a podcast apple has a uh, an app uh iheart radio is one of my favorites that's my go-to and just if you've got an app on your phone or your ipad or your computer uh, you can go on those apps and just put in the search button truth and planning and you'll see our radio show with our logo and the and the uh, microphone and then you can go through and you can see all shows past shows that we've done uh, all the way back for over a year. 
Well, Kevin, the reason we even bring this up is because it's very easy not to hear a whole show or maybe miss a couple of shows. And if you're really interested in learning about these things, it's all right there for you. You can just click on it and watch it as many or listen to it as many times as you would like. I know. I, I When I listen to the radio a lot, I'm in the car and I'm mm-hmm. running errands on a Saturday afternoon and I get in the car and I hear something and you can't rewind your radio. So now I know that if I can go on a podcast and I can hear that, I can go back and I can listen to that particular show. We have it scheduled in chronological order by date. So you might not remember the name of the particular show, but you can certainly go back and go, yeah, I remember that last Saturday and that was the second. And then you can go back and and listen to it. And uh, another shameless plug, since I have the opportunity, uh, apparently there's an organization out there that rates these podcasts mm-hmm. on a national level. And recently, uh, we were sent a link and notified that Truth and Planning uh, was the number four elder law podcast, elder law and estate planning podcast in the country. Number four. Uh, that's pretty good. No, well, I, I think it's good. It's very impressive. Uh, I know that it's your name recognition and your draw that, you know, you're kind of like the Alabama radio show. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. You draw like, that attention. Like Eli Gold or something. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I've just, I was really uh, uh, impressed by that. I was really thinking, wow, there are a lot of people that, and it's based on listeners and it's based on followers. So, uh, so apparently our five or six listeners out there are really having a huge impact well, on a national basis. I did have to be corrected back during Christmas, though, Kevin. My son Brad was in town with his with his um, my grandson Dax and and Cassie, his wife, and I said, Brad, we're our, our radio show is number four in the whole country. He said, No, no, it is your radio show is not number four. He said, I said, oh, I mean, our podcast. He said, that's much more like it. That's, that's, that makes more sense. But, yeah, had but to be hey, corrected. But hey, radio show, podcast, something. Uh, splitting yeah, hairs there, Brad. Yeah. Come on, splitting hairs. Potato, yeah. potato. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, But take an opportunity. Another place you can go is go to either of our websites. I have a link on my website. Mm-hmm. Listen to our podcast. Uh, and it has our little radio, uh, again, logo. And just click on that, and it'll take you right to it. And you can listen um, through, uh, you know, to past radio shows, mm-hmm. which is exactly what the podcast is. We don't do a separate podcast different from the radio show. We right. just take the radio show and put it on as a podcast. Mm-hmm. So back to the subject at hand. Gary, in the previous segment, I talked about, you know, in preparation from going on a big trip, uh, my dad would always check the oil he would check the engine um obviously when we're driving around and the check the engine light comes on uh we need to start checking uh the engine and you know gary in preparation for one of the most one of the biggest trips we'll ever take it's a permanent trip it's a one-way trip but one day we're going to die and many times when people come to see me they have this question on their mind what's going to happen to my assets when i die And I always tell them, you know exactly what's going to happen if you have a complete estate plan. Put your wishes in a legal document, but don't just stop with the document. Check the title. Check how your assets are titled and coordinate the title of each and every asset you own with your document. And that's where a will falls short. Because if you check the title, you find out you can't title your home, bank accounts, life insurance policies, retirement accounts in coordination with your will. 
And the main reason you can't do that is because your will doesn't take effect until you die. Whereas a trust is effective while you're living. And so you can go ahead and title things in coordination with that trust. And if it's a revocable trust, you keep ownership. And so by checking the title, you're going to find out really that you are prepared before you go on this trip called I'm going to heaven. Mm-hmm. This You're listening to Truth in Planning. I'm Gary Anderson, financial advisor, Anderson Advisors, and my co-host Kevin Tharp, state planning and elder law attorney, is talking today about check the title and the importance and significance of checking the title on things and knowing that you have it titled the way you need to have it titled, Kevin. Exactly. And so by checking the title, you know that you're prepared. Now, here's another question, Gary, that people ask me on a regular basis. And sometimes they come in again with that first question on their mind. We call that, I call that the universal estate planning question. What's going to happen to my assets when I die? Some people literally specifically ask the question that specific way. Some people ask it in different ways, but the question is still the same in estate planning. What's going to happen to my assets when I die? But another question they have on the back of their mind, and oftentimes, quite frankly, it's the, it's the uh, and especially with the married couple, it's the female that's raising this question. What's going to happen to my assets if I get sick before I die? And they're not talking necessarily about having a disease. They're talking more about incapacity. What's going to, who's going to pay my bills if I get sick before I die? Will I lose everything if I go into a nursing home? Now, there's a lot of information out there on what you need to do to be prepared for that, especially if you go into a nursing home. There's a lot of information out there about these are the things you need to do. But without exception, this is a bedrock rule of law when it comes to asset protection, regardless of what you're trying to protect from, especially if you're trying to protect assets, if you go into a nursing home. And what is that rule of law? Type of asset determines protection. Tell me what type of assets you own, client, Gary, me, Kevin, and I'll tell you whether they're protected or not if you go into a nursing home. Every other question is secondary to that. If you tell me what type of assets you own, I can tell you by law whether they're protected or not. So when people come in and do planning with me, estate planning, and they raise that question, well, what happens if I uh, go into a nursing home? Will I lose my home? Is this trust, revocable trust you're doing uh, protect my home? No, it's not the type of trust. It's not the type of legal document you use that gives you asset protection. I asked them, let's check what type of assets you have. I have my clients put together an asset list. And then we start with, I don't care what the value is. I want to know what type of assets you own, because based on that legal principle, I can tell you whether or not they're protected. And here's another reason you check type of asset. There are certain types of assets, Gary, that are protected. And if you know that, then you know going forward, if anybody else tells you or you hear or you read on the Internet or you hear on the radio or you go to a free lunch seminar and they tell you you got to give up ownership in order to protect your home, you know that's not the case. Why? Because you know your home 
is the type of asset that is protected because you checked the type of asset. So check the type of asset and you'll know you have asset protection. Check the title of your asset and you'll know if you have complete estate planning. So speaking of checking, Kevin, I think some people might want to come in, check in with you on the way they have things titled now. And Gary, the best way to reach me is through my website, kevintharp.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Anderson Advisors, a registered investment advisory firm. Anderson Advisors is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investments involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Any reference to protection, safety, and lifetime income generally refers to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the strength and paying capabilities of the insurance carrier. This show is intended for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. You should consult with a financial advisor to help determine the best options for your particular circumstances. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions construed herein presented by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. Completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Gary Anderson or Anderson Advisors is affiliated with attorney J. Kevin Tharp or any guests on this show. Mm-hmm.